Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Maybe like the Bruce Cruise Podcast? Then I have to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. And the best part, it's free. That's right, free. Anchor sports a plethora of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast for you. So your voice and experience can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. One of the coolest parts, you have the option to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm to get started on your podcast today.
Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another edition of To the Turnbuckle, presented by Bruiser Nation Productions right here on Heel Turn Wrestling. Uh, you'll notice that I lack a certain vibrato in that in that uh, intro, and, and, and rest assured that uh, here in short order we will crank it up for you like only we can. But unfortunately, we have a very difficult subject to chat about um, before we get to the fun part of the show and debate about what was good or what was bad about professional wrestling and sports entertainment for the week. Um, but it's... It, uh, it was really a, uh, a tough situation. Uh, Daphne... Best known for time, probably to modern day fans in, in, in TNA around that 08 to 11 run. Uh, if you're a, if you're if you're if you're a more old school fan, she did spend a, about a year in WCW as it was as it was shutting down. Uh, um, she unfortunately passed away um, last week in a tragic turn of events. Uh, she went live on Instagram, and I unfortunately had the displeasure of seeing the video, and she, um, well, there's no other way to say it, she committed suicide. She, she cut herself. Um, and that was it, short of my own personal demons uh, or things I've had to witness with my grandmother who is neck deep in dementia. It was the saddest thing I think I've ever had to watch. Um, uh, you know, I I didn't obviously know when I tuned in that that's what I was going to be staring at. Uh, but just incredibly, incredibly sad. And unfortunately, she got off, and, and obviously wrestling Twitter went ablaze. I know that you saw it, Napper. And, um, and unfortunately, they did, they, uh, they didn't get to her in time. I know many people uh, from McFoley on down, you know, said you know we got to get help, but unfortunately, didn't get to her in time. And the video was the, like I said, short of my own personal experiences that I've had to witness with my grandparents, as as my grandmother suffers with dementia. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen uh, to see somebody that low uh, and just that far gone. The only bright side of that tragic video. And unfortunately, it, it some would say it bears to be moot at this point because, unfortunately, she was too far gone, even while still being here, to really notice it, the amount of love and support and comments she got in that video. And unfortunately, even when she saw it, she didn't see it because I, I, I did. I had the displeasure of watching the whole video. And, you know, she would say, I love you guys too, but I'm talking about if you really... And, and when you're in that state of mind, and I've, I've never, thank God, I've never been in that, that place. Um, you know, I, I guess you really can't see just how huge in magnitude that uh, that is. It was, there aren't any, I'm never speechless, but there aren't any words for how devastating that is. That's why I'm, I'm fumbling and. We talk a lot, Napper, about mental health on this show. Uh, when when time calls for it, usually it's with Mauro Ronaldo and things like that because he pertains to wrestling. And what are your thoughts? Uh, this is uh, going to be a bit of a, just kind of a 
uh, so support group sesh right here for a second, and then we'll crank it up like we always do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn it. Son of a bitch. Pardon my language. Uh, it sucks. It, it very much sucks. Uh, I, I can understand maybe not everybody's familiar with who Daphne is, was, whatever way you want to phrase it. Um, I got to watch her in TNA and I was impressed from the very beginning. Uh, I often think it's quite a bit of a shame that she didn't get more spotlight than she did, especially in TNA because I thought she fit their mold and it was something different and it was something new and she was entertaining to watch. It was it was always a fun, you know, teaming up with Dr. Stevie, being involved with Raven. It's like that that was perfect. It was a perfect, perfect storyline in a niche. And it, for whatever reason, it didn't work out as well as it did. And then I, I, I lost track of wherever she ended up. I know I, I kind of looked it up after her passing, what all she was doing with her life afterwards. But, but at the end of the day, like you said, um, words are hard to come by, especially in this situation. Um, <sighs> we sat here when we found out about the passing of Willie Mays, and that shook this show to the core. Um, this might be. It is because of the way it happened. Exactly. You know, unfortunately. Um, uh, usually we have stuff down below in that ticker underneath where it says, unfortunately, rest in peace, Daphne, uh, telling you what we're going to talk about in the show. I, I'm not going to do that today. That number is going to stay there for the rest of this damn show. That it will. Because I know quite a few people that decided it was better to take their own life than suffer. And that number can save their life. Check on your friends. Check on your family as much as you can. Especially now. Because life sucks. We're still not out of this pandemic. Um, <laughs> people are losing their jobs still. Um, we're still, in some ways, refined our own homes. Life sucks. <laughs> it really does. Uh, so, it, in every way you possibly can, check on your friends, check on your family. If you even remotely feel like something is going on, write down that number if you have to, or give it to them. Give it to somebody that you think needs it, because you just might save a life. I know we can't save everybody. I understand that. But if I can leave that number up there, and it saves just one person that watches this show and maybe either knows somebody that isn't doing too well, Somebody just isn't feeling too well of themselves. 
hopefully we can help you out in this show. But if we can't, call that number. Because somebody wants to help you, and I really hope that you give them the chance to do it. Because it's not worth it. Being here is worth it. I, I could not agree with you more, Mr. Napper. Um, look, I'll even tell you this. If you're feeling in a down place and, and you need somebody to talk to, don't be afraid to message any of us, whether that be on the To The Turnbuckle page or any of our personal pages. I'm not even going to tell you that, that I'll tell you everything you want to hear or even that you need to hear, but I can tell you that I will listen and I'll try. And I know that that might sound com- ridiculous coming from a complete stranger, but I genuinely mean that because every human life that walks his face the earth matters to me and this has got to stop i like napper said no we we won't ever completely stop but we can't save anybody everybody i should say uh, but if we can help one person that's what makes the difference and if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast that number is 1-800-273-8255 if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast down the line, uh, that's that's the number. Again, 1-800-273-8255. If you are having any uh, harmful thoughts regarding yourself or others, please give that number a call, please. Because if there is, if there is going to be a saving grace from this, nothing short of a tragedy, hopefully it's that people, certain people, even if it's one, Wake up and go, that's not the answer. Because we saw somebody devastated to a level that no one should ever get, number one. Number two, we saw somebody that was so far gone, unfortunately, that she couldn't see the outpouring of love that she had right there. I mean, Francine from ECW, Velvet Sky, hundreds of fans were all pleading with her in that moment. And and unfortunately, it was too late. Um and I, you know, I've watched the video. I don't know if you have Napper, and we're not going to go into specific details on this show. But I just, I just think whatever you want to believe in, that uh, certain things happened, or else it could have been a whole lot more, a whole lot worse. Uh, that video, um, just she, uh, the one thing that that, uh, and I think that even in her worst moment, she tried to give a. Saving Grace, too, but she talked a lot about CT and head injuries. And, of course, she, she wrestled a more extreme style, no doubt about it. And, and, I, and I would be lying to you if I said it didn't cross my mind for, for all the old ECW guys and Mick Foley in terms of you know what, what could become of you because we all know that CTE can do a number on your brain in a in serious manner. Um, we saw that with the Aaron Hernandez documentary. And other people like Junior Seau and, and and just and potentially Chris Benoit. Who knows? Um, there, I don't know if there's ever been a more heartbreaking situation that I've been alive for as a wrestling fan and fully competent of the the gra- you know the gravity of the situation. Of course, I was around for Eddie and, and Chris, but still a child, and so to really grasp it. Uh, can be a lot. You know, I'm still nine, ten years old. But for this, this is different. Uh, not only do I grasp it, I witnessed it, and I didn't want to watch it. Uh, to be honest with you, 
But then I felt like if I was going to comment on this particular situation, I had to. Yeah, because I, 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 I didn't have I didn't have the uh, I didn't get the live notification, didn't catch it in time, and I know that there's some out there that as soon as they say, "Well, you went and found it," what's wrong with you? It was simply because I knew we'd have to talk about it on this show, and every case is different, and I felt to comment on it properly, I needed to see it. Uh, that was how I, I found actually it. just found it by circumstance because I was reading one of the articles that was posted about her. Uh, it was, I think, it was actually from the New York Post or something, and it had video in the in the article. And so I just, I, I couldn't help it. I had to watch it to see what what was happening that brought to this point. Um, before we continue on, I do want to read a couple comments. Um, first and foremost, from. Your better half, Peyton. Uh, she says, that I hope we can do more research on CTE if that played a role. I'm banking on the fact that it did probably play a little bit of a role. Um, not a big one, maybe, but I'm sure it did, and I agree. Hopefully it does provide quite a bit more research into the topic. But I also want to say thank you to Big Stevie C. Oh, yeah. Uh, for his links that he's left in the comments one being the National uh, the National Alliance of Mental Health and then uh, the Franklin Board of Franklin let's see, Alcohol, Drug, and Mental Health Board of Franklin County. Sorry, I wanted to get that right. So thank you to Big Stevie C for leaving those in the comments for anybody that needs those. Again, like I said, uh, I produce this show. I, I try to make this show run. We usually try to Keep you in the loop of what's going to go on this show in that little ticker at the bottom. But the rest of this show, that number you see at the bottom is going to stay there until 8 o'clock because that's where it needs to be. Amen to that. And again, if you're listening to the podcast version later on down the line, that number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. And if we can... Just help one individual get out of darkness. That's all we're asking. Um, that's all we're asking. Um, that, that can't be the answer. That can't be it. Uh, and I'm not. I'm, I'll never make light of what Daphne was going through or anyone else that does that. But, dear God, we got to find a way, because. Uh, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you it gets better. I'm not in Daphne's shoes. I don't know what she was going through. But I just believe deep in my heart as a person of faith that it, it could have ended better than this. And, and, it, and, it, and I feel like it should have. And I feel like all her friends would feel the same way. And, and, and um, you know, Daphne, wherever you may be, I hope that you found that, that peace and tranquility that you were obviously praying for in even the final moments of your life. Um, so God bless you. God bless her fans. God bless her family. Uh, look over her poor mother. Um, and all, just everybody. And again, if, if you, if you need help, call that number. You can send us a message. I don't give a damn. We'll be there for you as best we can. We are not professionals, but we are human beings. So with that, we're going to take a little reset, and when we come back, we'll uh, we'll, we'll uh, raise a little hell for you as only we can. Uh, Napper, any final thoughts before we do that? Let's make it a hell of a show. All right.
Yes, sir. realize I messed up. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, Woo! That's, that's okay. Look, uh, if you are just now tuning in, we're going to reset for you. This is To The Turnbuckle presented by Bruiser Nation Productions right here on Heel Turn Wrestling. I'm Logan Morris. That's Travis Nolan Abbott. McCarthy is fashionably late, but that's why we put all out last. Because we love him, damn it. Um, Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> By the end of this show, who knows? We'll see. Um... Again, if you're just tuning in, we just paid our tribute to Daphne. We're not going to uh, go into all that again. What we will do, though, is we'll close the show with uh, with with that graphic and that number one more time. We, we will do that. But now, now, damn it, we got to have fun. And, and before we move on, I do want to dedicate this show in, in memory of Daphne, and we hope that we do her justice, and we hope that we help anybody that is ever struggling that hears this podcast. It doesn't mean that we have to agree on professional wrestling, sports entertainment, or whatever the blue hell else you want to call it. But by God, we we love you, and hopefully you love us. And if you don't, we love you anyway. Um, yeah. Damn it. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To the turnbuckle. Recognize. We're going to love you until you can't stand it. Alrighty, well, um, <clears throat> all right, let's <coughs> hold on. Just take a sip, a little sippy sip. It's just diet coke. We'll be fine. Uh, oh, thank God, the world is saved. Alrighty, well, we so we fed our tribute. You can go back and watch that anytime if you like, and of course we'll be in our archives. And, and again, we will close the show. With that, with that number. But now let's talk about the things that don't really matter in life, but we act like they do. Let's talk about professional wrestling. And I know what you're thinking, folks. Well, you got to be talking about all out. Well, McCarthy's not here. We're, we're paying some respect to his schedule here. Damn it, he loves that damn company. So we will be talking about all out, but it will probably be closer to the third hour. I know, boo, hiss, hiss. I'm it's just, just tr- not fun if we, him and I yell. Yeah, it's f- way more fun if we yell at him. Yes, or he yells at me, or we and all. I get to sit and watch. Or, you sick perv. Uh, but <laughs> me too. But anywho, look, uh, we will talk about. There is other big stories, not quite as big as All Out. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Even though, let's not act like CM Punk, Adam Cole, and Brian Danielson are the NWO. I said it, Phil. Um, NXT is going through changes, some serious changes, it appears. Uh, There's conflicting reports as far as 
how much of a role Vince McMahon is going to have with his main man, brother love, Bruce Pritchard, something else to wrestle with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Baby, it's going to be a hell of a show. It's going to be a hell of a show. Too soon. <laughs> it's, it's, it's slowly dying. Why, are you, why would you bring that voice back? Those are the good days. That's what I'm trying to remember. That's why I love nostalgia. Okay. Um, So NXT is going through a lot of changes. Um, Some would say those changes aren't necessary. I would say they are. Hear me out. Hear me out. I always do. Here's why. Number one. Say what you want about old VKM's creative ability these days, but NXT hasn't been must-see in a long time. Other than an episode here or there. They've had they've had a few moments, don't get me wrong, but on a consistent basis, that horse has left the barn, cowboy, for quite some time. That is true. Number two, Vince is going to do whatever the hell he wants with them when they get to the main roster. Anyway, look no further than my boy Karrion Cross. And before y'all make fun of the outfit, he's still winning. That's what I care about. Uh, it's the mask, damn it. Look, it's the mask. First of all, long live Shredder, okay? For you Ninja Turtle people. Shredder, Mad Max, whatever. Yeah, it's just, we call him Karrion Cross, But nonetheless, uh... He's going to do whatever he wants with them anyway. So he might as well be more invested with them from Jump Street. He might as well. He might as well get more invested with them. That's fine. Secondly, it's... Well, thirdly, at this point. Thirdly, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Here he comes. Here he comes. Mr. Espresso. Why not just da, da, walk da, in front of the camera? Da, da, da. I try to be professional and come in quietly. He is. A, camera, walk by you now. He he is a backdoor man, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> He's a backdoor man. <laughs> is it uh, wrong though? Uh, well, it's right. a confusing place. Yes, it is. Um, but what we're, we're talking about, McCarthy, is we're what talking about talking? we're talking about the changes that NXT is undergoing. I told the folks that we'll wait closer to the third hour to talk all out because of your schedule, and you know you're, you you got to teach and. And do all those sort of things because you're an adult. Me too. Something I still am. Um, but I, I'm making the case while I'm okay with these changes. I'm not saying that they're going to work. They, they might suck and NXT might die. Uh, let me be clear on that. They might. They might. But when's the last time NXT was regularly must see? What is. I don't know. Yeah. And, and let's be honest. Let's be honest. Do I have to? I know this is going to be this going to be a little hot right here. Murphy's not very good at that. Wait, what? Honest? I'm always honest. Bull. I am 100% honest to my feelings, okay? They may not concur with everyone else's thought process, but the things that come out of my mouth, I believe are true. <laughs> I like how you put that Translation Hot Wheels was right He's just spinning it I like how you put that Let's But also Let's consider this If Triple H was 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 the guy For NXT Yeah 
then AEW doesn't get as hot as they are. Yeah. They got their ass kicked every Wednesday, and somebody ought to pay for it. Well, the biggest problem was they always built up the freaking takeovers. They let the takeovers be in big arenas, but then we always go back to the CWC. See, see, here's here's the biggest issue. So they didn't get young people from indie promotions as much as they went after names. So they tried to gobble up all the names, but you didn't have any of the young workhorses still trying to make a name work for you. Because think about it, like, and it, it happened, you got to have names to have people tune in. So I'm not saying, oh my God, he only picked up people that had a name already. I can't wait like, till I'm Hulk Hogan guest like, host NXT here in a few I'm weeks. I'm not complaining, <laughs> but there comes a point where we sit back and look at it like, yeah, we don't know, wouldn't have known who Pete Dunn was. England, probably. Yeah. Same with Walter. We wouldn't have Walter. known who Walter is. England, probably. So a lot has come from, and he has made a few names that we otherwise wouldn't have heard of. But there's a lot of names that we already kind of knew. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the problem. Like, they... And you can't not rely on the talent that they had. Like, I'm not bashing what NXT was doing by any means. But at some point, you're not building anybody new. You're, they're trying. It's just not, it hasn't clicked yet. Like, so, for example, like, I don't see any young guys on NXT that get cheered like Jungle Boy. It's no, I'm not saying that there aren't people on NXT that are young that aren't as good or possibly better than Jungle Boy. But not as over. But they're not as over. No one's getting over. That's the problem. All the people that are getting over are either going to the main roster or leaving. That's indicative yeah. of itself. As That's a company problem. Well, well, what do you think of the, the rumor report uh, that Vince doesn't want to sign indie wrestlers again for a while? He's, he's looking for athletes. He's looking for characters. He's gonna, and they're going to build on their damn self. Uh, what, what was his name? Gable, Gabe Stevenson. Gable Stevenson. Yes, just signed with WWE. He's an Olympic gold medalist. And if it worked out as well as it did for the last Olympic gold medalist, it's a good call. That's a big got, if. They still got baby Brock. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I get going after wrestlers. Like, that's cool. Um, football players, too. Like, it, it kind of tra- – football players translate to pro wrestling way better now than they did – when I was oh, in high school. Hell yeah. When I was in high school, you didn't want to see a football player. It was like seeing a big-time boxer walking in the room. Mm-hmm. It just kind of pissed you off because you knew they wouldn't give their effort. And now, But now it's proven football players like wrestling. Mm-hmm. And hell yeah, they're going to give 100% effort if they can get in there. Yeah, well, happy well, so Corbin. athletic these days, too. Yeah, it's very true. Ridiculous. I mean, uh, Happy Corbin was a former, a former he's an offensive Golden. lineman. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, more than half of... The roster right. has played football in an organized yeah, manner. I think the Russos did. It's it's incredible, uh, and really, I, I and I don't like to praise Milan on this show, but I'll tell you who kind of broke that barrier a little bit, uh, kind of inadvertently. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You know, we saw him have a great career in Miami. Unfortunately, didn't pan out for him in the pros, but he even went up to Canada and had a solid solid run there. And then he transitions to wrestling, obviously, because it was in his blood. But but. But he had a he had a pretty standout at career at the U. You can look up his numbers. It was pretty damn good. Yeah, it was. Um, but I mean, it happens to so many people. It, it, good dude. Um, 
<clears throat> Kiwan Ratliff. Right. Mm-hmm. Simmons a good football player? Yeah, he yeah, was. Oh, yeah. He went to Florida State. So Kiwan went to oh. high school. He graduated the same year my brother did. Yeah. Broke the interception record at the University of Miami. Practice squad his entire NFL career. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it's just like, it's hard. Yeah, it's a different game. It's it's hard to make it and to be like, which is exactly why probably The Rock failed and mm-hmm. so many others before him. But as we trailed off a little bit, I don't, I don't see how this works without a core of people that know what they're doing. I I just don't. And it, it bothers me. Th- and yet, the the wrestlers are going to translate easily. Yeah. Wrestling translates to pro wrestling way better than any other sport that you can participate in because half of it is counters like once you have if you can do that instinctively you can learn the spots easy and just do them but, I, mean, I trust their talent <laughs> scouting department i mean you have some great you know you have some great, william regal is, is one of the wisest individuals mm-hmm. this business has ever seen uh, I wish I appreciated him more as a child, but I hated, I hated him like you should. I loved him. I loved the power of the punch. Power of the punch. Hell yes. But, you know, Matt Bloom, A-Train, Albert, Lord Tensai, whatever you want to call him, uh, you know, he, he's fantastic. And, of course, Triple H will still be a, a very, you know, huge part of all that. But I was saying to Napper before he walked in, if, if Vince is going to do whatever the hell he wants with him when they get to the main roster anyway, he should be more invested in NXT. I think this is a good thing. Maybe it's not a good thing for the lifeblood of NXT. We don't know until it happens. But I'm like, you're going to do whatever you want anyway. So you should care from Jump. Well, and you are not wrong. And I don't... You guys probably expect me to freak the hell out. I don't care. It's his. Like Vince does yeah, what Vince anyway. does. It's not... Now, when he released people at the beginning of the pandemic last year, that... I reamed him for it. Well, sure. That taking was, that over, yeah. taking over NXT for that reason. Um, he doesn't know what's going on. Like we get on him about not know with the writers and everybody else not knowing how to push these guys. Well, Only they don't really fix that. have time to watch NXT. They're building stories for everybody else. I mean, even JR can only watch so much wrestling. Yeah, he says it all the time. And even us, I can only watch so much. Yeah, that's why. I need, look, I need a break sometimes. That's why, look, I'll come in here and tell you. Sometimes, folks, I don't watch everything we cover. Most yeah, weeks I have. As long as we know what happened. Yeah, m- most weeks I have, don't get me wrong. But every now and again, there's a week where, whoops a daisy. <laughs> I'm in. I have no business doing this show. But anywho, that's that's a little that's a little fourth wall. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think part of the what? reason... You do no, never. Oh, uh, but you know that's part of the reason why I hear the. We'll see if it's true, but the rumor is NXT is going to be live one episode and tape the next. That way, Vince has time to come on down there and you know watch two weeks worth in one night. And all right, here we go. Just because make no mistake about it, it's a huge undertaking he's doing. It's essentially the same thing in some ways that Tony Khan is now doing with editing all the dark stuff. Like, you guys are already ridiculously busy. Uh, I know, right? How are like, you finding more God, time? All you hear is neither <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Like, do you guys have, you ever heard of some snoozes? Apparently or? not, yeah. man. Undertaking, huh? Yeah. I'm looking forward to that new Netflix movie. Where The Undertaker's going to play The Undertaker. Damn it, the character lives. Yeah, have you heard the news? No. Uh, Netflix is doing a movie, right? It's called Escape the Undertaker. It's going to start the New Day. 
and The Undertaker. That sounds amazing. It's, playing, it's supposed to be an interactive film. Playing. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Playing The New Day and The Undertaker. Dear Lord. This is going to be stupid. <laughs> the character lives on. Hell yeah. You know what else is stupid good? Vacation Friends. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, my God. Well, that, it would be inappropriate for me here to talk about it on air. It is very inappropriate to talk about it on air. Okay. Uh, it's hilarious, though, and go out of your way to watch it. And, oh, my God, the things that John Cena does in that movie. <laughs> well, what can I say? He's just fantastic. He is on a roll he, right now. He's, he's just everything. But, look, Vince should take over NXT because Triple H failed in the Wednesday Night War. Someone's got to get the blame, and he should. There, because no matter what, was it Vince's fault for picking the fight? You're damn right. But it was an abject failure. And if Triple H is the leader of NXT, we are, then you needed to make your product more musty on a consistent basis. And, and instead, it looked like me or Napper in an ass-kicking contest. No disrespect to you. I included me. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, because look at it this way. AEW got so hot. That the reason that McCarthy got back into professional wrestling after some bitterness towards it for some while was NXT. Now he doesn't give a shit about NXT. I mean, yeah. And and guess who was running that show until September 14th? Triple H. So once again, all you fine folks that say, well, Vince had better step aside. He can't draw a million people. He can't draw a million people on Tuesday now. What else is on Tuesdays? You've been waiting a while, ain't you? Yeah. 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 He can't what draw is on any. Tuesdays. He can't nothing. draw. Right. He Literally can't, nothing. He can't not draw. Not football. Not yeah. basketball. None of it. Is NCIS like, on? Because that's always a ratings like, killer. Like Wednesday, Sorry, Hunter, fine. I tried to help. Like Wednesday, <laughs> fine. But the reality is, yes, for all of us that are diehard wrestling fans, I get it. But we're going to watch anyway. I'll bet you you watch anyway. Go ahead and lie to me in the comments. Tell me you ain't going to watch anyway. I mean, I had it on last week. I'm saying that people like us that have an actual mental illness when it comes to professional wrestling. Hey. It's true. Are are you not watching Rampage? I am. Love Rampage. Should I be watching Rampage? No. No. It's... Ridiculous about a wrestling I'm watching for a week. <laughs> Sleep is hard. Are on. I went to bed early. I watched some of Raw. I mean, look at me go. I watched wow. some stuff. I watched all three hours. So did I oh. until 2.30 in the morning. Last, As I. Yeah, I went to bed at 10. I didn't get home until look, 11. We got to start, we, we start talking about your commitment. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <my> commitment. <laughs> <laughs> I have a child to get ready for school. That's yeah. the first commitment. I, I hear you, but we have a we have an overgrown child's product to watch every Monday. Monday. Didn't that child he, comes first? Yeah, I mean, he gets fussy. I mean, Heard he was real loud I last watch, week. I watched some of it. I hear you. I mean, that's, that's something that's better than most weeks. Nonetheless, my point being is, has anyone seen the NXT ratings lately, even on Tuesdays? They're not great. They're okay for USA. Don't get me wrong. USA is still sitting there salivating. Yeah, because they because no one cares. Gone. Yeah, because no one cares about USA. People always talk about, well, Raw is really crumbling. Fine, compared to their juggernaut days, yes. For everything on USA right now, shut up and give them more money. Because what other program on USA you care about? Well, Psych was there years ago, canceled. Uh, Not canceled. 
ended. Well, they're no. making a third movie. Well, that's that's, that's fine, not but it's not the longest running weekly episode on a television show in history. That's think about fair, it. But it's psych, so it's Th- hilarious. Think about it. There's a great chance that the top three to five programs in television history, assuming none of these people get canceled, let's assume AEW lives on for decades. Let's assume NXT stays on USA because it's got good numbers for USA, right? The top five programs are going to be professional wrestling in terms of the longest run of weekly episode of television shows in history. Suck it, Simpsons, because someday you will end. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're right up there with the pro wrestling. They, they might never. They might not. Like Homer, adults. We'll revisit this when my yeah. son has a child. Okay. Because then we'll know for sure. Because pro wrestling's never going anywhere. It goes through ebbs and flows. And I feel like we, sp- I feel like we were spikes. we were so close to a boom before the pandemic. And I think it's coming still. I I, I don't. The I pandemic screwed it. I mean, you didn't. So we're gonna take this away from television. You didn't see. You had family business to attend to, which sure. is always more important. You didn't see what we saw. Live and in person in Mansfield mm-hmm. for an indie show, like yes, the ASWA has been around for forever. Like, what did I see? Not forever, but uh, they have developed a following in the city of Mansfield. Yes. Yeah. However, that place was packed, man. They were loud. They were into everything. Like, it's coming. Which, by the way, and it's two more always days to a month for that show. Which I may not be on because students have to get precedence around here. Did you hear we'll that, Ness? how many people we have because I'm... Did you hear that, Ness? Moving yeah. a, into a director's role. So A director's role? Is that something? Well, we'll have to talk about it. Yeah. What kind of director role are you moving into? Yeah. The shows. All right. They're going to be my baby. Bad one. So does that mean we're not going anywhere? <laughs> Pretty More much. Likely. All right, cool. So I keep coming in here. <coughs> yeah. Because I was told that, like, by next month, we're out. Uh. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you're the director. Not of the school. Yeah, the director of the shows. Of the ASWA shows. Oh, though those shows. Yeah. Not like... I thought shows. it was, like, school or something. No. <laughs> well, in that case... Everybody should have that job. It's Adam Dell. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, Steve has some comments here. Index LA Night Grimes, uh, Million Dollar Man, the best women's division wrestling outside Shimmer, and definitely more watchable than anything else in WWE. I'm not saying you're wrong, but Index seems like it's got Vince's paw prints all over it. That's his kind of thing. I mean, I mean, he did have the newly bro show. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> seems like his kind of thing. That was Vince. But but Steve, wouldn't you agree that that had NXT been more watchable? And it's not that you're supposed to be undercutting other companies, but we know that's what Vince likes to do. He can lie to you all he wants. Then AEW wouldn't be on such a meteoric rise. Granted, is it that big of a meteoric rise in terms of people watching? Because the one thing that I've noticed, and this isn't a knock on AEW, this is a knock on professional wrestling, we have really fallen far when CM Punk doesn't move the needle that much. Because he's moved the needle viewership-wise less than I thought he would. I I thought he'd really... I was thinking 1.3, 1.4 million consistently because he's used everybody is just, I mean, we have been just nuts to butts for that guy for seven years. Uh, so that's all. Now, in every other metric, ticket sales, merch, he's been the hottest thing you can even remotely come up with. 
But I sometimes don't want that's, – that's why – maybe you're right, I wasn't at the ASWA. But the reason I'm like, man, the boom ain't nowhere close, because I was like, if CM Punk isn't moving numbers in terms of viewership, I'm like, man, who the hell's ever going to do it? And I'm like, I don't know if that person's on the planet yet. I, I don't know. I don't know either. Everything's getting so digital and networky that I don't even know if as, as long as you're spin. getting Here your it this works for Vince too. As long as you're getting live attendance money and selling merch, like the ratings only matter to a point. You want to get amazing ratings, yes. But at some point those are gonna ebb and flow as well. And as long as you're at you're not allowed to be this low level, you're fine. Well, they've been uh, overall in wrestling. They've been ebbing for a long. There, there hadn't been a whole lot of uptick in a long time because we know damn well what the ratings were when WCW shut down, and it's been consistently getting lower year by year by year by year. And people can say, "Well, that's on Vince." Can't all be on Vince? The ruthless aggression there had some great stuff. Oh, there was great stuff. It was the lack of competition. Competition creates greatness. Like, that's how this works. And that's why WCW and WWE were at the mountaintop in, in terms of everyone in the world talking about it because Do you they think were, there was, it was so cutthroat then. Like, I don't even think Vince wants Tony Khan out of business. He just doesn't want him to take his money. I think Vince back, is because if you remember, Vince didn't want to put WCW out of business no. until Eric Bischoff said he was going to put Vince out of business. Anyway, then no, Vince really. was like, uh-uh, no, no. Then the war started, and everybody was better for it. You shall not pass. Except for, you know, the WCW yeah, getting sold yeah, that's, everything. That's but that, for fans. But Ted, Tur- for but, fans. T- but Ted Turner ended up better for it. Sure. Yeah. He bought a lot. Sure. Uh, he, he sold. And, uh, look, final thought on NXT changes. Uh, Napper, oh, oh, McCarthy and I have been going at it here. So what are your thoughts? Uh, NXT apparently being taken over by Vince McMahon. Do you buy that's going to be the case, number one? Because we've heard some conflicting reports. I believe it 100% because... Where there's smoke, there's fire. You know. Uh, number two, what do you think? Is this the death nail of NXT? I definitely believe it. Uh, whether or not it's the actual death nail to NXT, doubt it. Really do. I really don't think because if that was the case, Raw and SmackDown would be dead by now, or at least very close to it. They aren't really dying. I know we comp, we comment on raw consistently and trash it and everything. Ratings are still pretty average to where they probably should be yeah. compared to everything in wrestling. Like yeah. nobody in wrestling is really doing anything better in terms of ratings. Yeah. There's only been a couple episodes where you go, Whoa, that was, that's that rating. That number <laughs> yeah. Well, and, yeah. And they got better at that too. And that's why like the, some of the changes that are going on probably aren't a bad thing. Like change isn't terrible. Maybe NXT goes back to what it was. That's what every report says. To the, the goal de, to the developmental, and that's it, fine. And, and, and that could have been the issue all along. They might could have just left NXT on the network, and then it would have been on Peacock. And instead of dealing with 
rating the need for ratings and television executives they could have controlled everything and maybe either not rushed things or I can't even tell you because it's so different now than it was on the network and it's been on the it's been off the network forever but biggest thing I think fast paced yes it was shorter but I think there was more time given for us to really get attached to the performers because they could just do whatever they wanted. The one thing they really need to get back into is taking people they're not using on Raw and SmackDown and putting them on NXT. That point blank is one thing I really want to see NXT change because for the longest time now, it's not been that way. Um, and I'm not saying you need to just, you know, start throwing everybody that's not been used on NXT, but I think that would help because you're bringing in some new faces and especially depending on who you bring in, like, sorry, you're not doing much with Kevin Owens, put him back on NXT. That crowd would go nuts. And I'll tell you who I think could be, and he wouldn't win a whole lot of matches down there, but I'll tell you who I think could be a great addition to NXT to put people over Jeff Hardy. Oh, oh yeah, he yeah. fit right in. Imagine, NXT. imagine some of the dream matches and we could see. Isn't that like real development? Well, and that's it's what like, they were doing like before, do wasn't it? They had Natalia on it for the women constantly. Do a rotation they had down there. Two to three men and or women split it up however you want. Rotate them down on NXT and use those talents that they have. And it doesn't have to be the big guys. Like you said, use the people not, you're not using. That that works for everybody. Now you don't run into an FTR situation. I just want to be used. Well, yeah. you're being used. Yeah. That stops that conversation. Yeah, they got a whole and new then, problem now, and though. It also solves a problem for Vince because now he's not paying someone to do nothing. He's yeah. paying someone to go wrestle. This solves the problem for Nick Khan who can cut down on the catering budget because apparently that's a big problem. And <laughs> I don't buy that. Robert. I don't buy that. Ron's and, gone. How do they have an issue uh, with catering? It's because Brock's back. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's, you know, two or three less people he has to plan for, which right away, it's not a lot, but over the next year or so, that's a lot of money. You're not wasting. It's a win-win for everyone. Well, because people have to understand, WWE pays you if they fly you in, period. Yes, they do. If if you are in catering but not on the show, you get paid. For example, Alexa Bliss a few weeks ago in Oklahoma City was booked for Raw, then Vince changed his mind because he had a meltdown or whatever, and then she wasn't on, you know, she even tweeted about, you know, Oklahoma City's nice, but I can't wait to get back home because she wasn't on Raw. So it was, all right, go home. Alexa Bliss still got paid for that. So Vince paid her for nothing. Yep. As long as you show up, yeah, you get paid, hey, which you can never fault Vince for. Because think like, about it. That's a good... Because s- think about it. I can on. give you three names right now. Jeff Hardy, Shelton Benjamin, Angel Garza. Stick all three of them back in NXT. And two of those men can, can help you develop. One of those men can be a challenger to Samoa Joe in six months if you do it right. I'd even put Cedric Alexander back down. Yeah, why not? I mean, no offense to the twenty four seven stuff, I, you know, but yes, what do you it's mean? Used, it's but, offensive. Uh, it's offensive be, to us sometimes. I mean, well, it's been better now because of Cedric's tricks. Well, I mean, I don't like. I don't hate Reggie's. Like, Reggie's like, I don't hate the twenty four seven stuff because they look alike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going down that road. Uh, <laughs> God, Travis, like, oh, I was talking about their hair. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> like. But I look at it this way. Like, I don't hate the 24-7 stuff. People that hate it, like, okay, did you hate the Hardcore Championship too? When it became 24-7 Hardcore Championship, yes. 
At least you're consistent. But I'm saying people... <laughs> at first, it was suits. At first, that stipulation was so cool and innovative and ridiculous. We were seeing title changes in hotel rooms. It yeah. was crazy. But that was like 1999, man. It's time well, to move past. Well, I wish that I wish that it had stuck to what Foley introduced it to be the twenty four seven championship. I mean, because it was supposed yeah. to be something that. Remember, he said because he came out random as hell, like when he wasn't even GM anymore, and he was like, "It's time for things to change around here." So the third hour is going to be grittier, a little darker. They're going, and he said anybody can win this belt, you know, including legends. Like you should have every now and again. You know, we still. We see these back. Like, why isn't Jamie Noble competing for this championship? We see him every week. <laughs> That's a fair point because I forgot Foley said that. Hey, at least it's okay. Drake Maverick is back for the title. Oh, good news. Yeah. Good news. I don't know what happened with his marriage and everything and all that kerfluffle, but. Yeah, back. yeah uh, he's back, and that was like, well, I love that our truth went, great to see you, but your time is off. <laughs> <laughs> he went, great to see you, but, so, I, instead, it's just become our truths like, championship, which he hasn't had for a while. I'm, I'm tired of Reggie's flips, too. I don't care. I've only seen it a couple times. The one on the playground was hilarious. Like, I'm not saying it's not amazing. Until he made Akira Tozawa walk on all fours. That was egregious. Well, because Akira Tozawa was a puppy. Well, I understand, (laughs) but if he was going to walk on all fours, why didn't he walk on all fours the whole time instead of the most obvious point on a bridge so Reggie can do some crazy flip off of it? Right, because, well, at that point, Akira Tozawa was a puppy. You have to understand that at that point, he was a puppy. But he was a puppy the whole time. No, no, no. Once he stands up, he's no longer a pup. Why would you metamorphosize him into a slow puppy? Because puppies are cute and they'll strap people and then Archer can get his baby back. I mean, that was not a good plan. You ever take a dog to the park trying to hit on women? I guarantee you've done it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I don't try. For one. You just take Buster and go. <laughs> I mean, he's and got so, Buster, so... That, and, yeah. and so that's the plan. Archer's had the same idea. He wants his baby back, and he'll do it. If he's got to go get a human dog, he'll do that. Wilford was on FX for years. That's fair. Think about it. All right. All right. With that, what we're going to do is is we're going <clears> to... <throat> we're going to we plug gonna... some merch for a second. <laughs> what are we going to do? We're going to plug some merch for a second. When we come back, we're going to talk Monday Night Raw. Damn it. Ah, merch, 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 Oh, hey there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to wear the official merch of Bruiser Nation Productions. Visit BruiserNationProductions.KenCustom.com and show the world your love of the Bruiser Nation as you go about your day in style. We have Bruce Cruise podcast and to the turnbuckle tees, hoodies, jackets, shoes, bags, and even pillows. You heard that right. Pillows. That's BruiserNationProductions.KinCustom.com. Once again, BruiserNationProductions.KinCustom.com. And remember, Bruiser Nation, stay good because I'm always good.
Welcome back, everybody, to To the Turnbuckle, presented by Bruiser Nation Productions, right here on Heel Turn Wrestling. Again, we are on Heel Turn Wrestling live, right there on their Facebook. You're going to want to hit that notifications bell. There's some serious memes, some inappropriate, some appropriate, but there are memes galore posted on this page every single damn day at all hours of the night. I know, because I get messages. <laughs> you pay attention to those? I care about people, McCarthy, unlike you. I care. By the way, where was my invite to the watch party? It didn't work. It was a test. Where was my invitation to the watch party? I didn't invite because I don't trust my internet. And as you can see, it lasted for all of 10 minutes because it kept cutting in and out. That's because God was on our side. You spied it. I was. (laughs) Is that fair? (laughs) I'm just saying. At least he's honest. If you would have invited us, I'll bet it would have worked. But Jesus saw you. And just turn your back right on your friends, and he went. We called Tim yeah, Tebow and put in a favor. Wow, that's egregious. That's true. You can't call. You can't put in a favor for all of us to get like jobs. But like, no, like spite Jason. Hey, I got yeah. to. I got to watch the paper. You so I don't care. Well, if you hadn't done that, we would have still had one yeah. favor. Yeah. We exactly. <laughs> now I got to call Kirk Cameron. <laughs> and if things get really desperate. We'll call Joel Olstein. Yes. So I had to call it instead. I had to stop. I'd love to call Joel Olstein. He's like a nice guy. No, no, no the show. All out. So, so you don't have Joel Olstein's number? No. Damn. All Sorry. right. Monday Night Raw. <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing. Oh, yeah. Bobby Lashley and MVP inter- interrupted RK Bro with a huge challenge. It's really weird because we just ran an angle like two weeks ago where Goldberg was limping around outside his pickup truck, and he's coming for Lashley's soul, and now suddenly he's not coming for Lashley's soul anymore, at least on the air, even though he's going to be coming for Lashley's soul at some point. And so now it's going to be Bobby Lashley versus Randy Orton at Extreme Rules live in Columbus, Ohio. I'll be there. <laughs> Will you be there, McCarthy? No. Suck it. All right. Wow. That's wow. Uh, DX, bro. Oh, yeah, because there's an X in Extreme. Is that where we're going? Yeah. Mm, okay. You know it's a different color. It's a horror right? show at Extreme Rules. Anywho. Hi. Ah. didn't bring that back this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Look, I was wanting an eye for an eye part two. I mean, Seth, he, Seth versus he does Edge. still have one good one. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I mean, and and blind people get around well all the time. Stevie Wonder didn't let her stop him. It's amazing. And before anyone wants to say anything, Ronnie Millsap didn't either. R.I.P. to Ronnie's wife. Um, so his wife just died. It's horrible news. Um. Smoking Mountain, okay. Um, um, so we get Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley at Extreme Rules. That's a pretty solid main event. That's a pretty damn good main event. They've done a good job of building up Bobby Lashley with his cool ass Almighty entrance, and Randy Orton to some is the greatest wrestler of all time. Styles, if you're out there somewhere, I'm talking to you. Uh, so, what do you think of the fact that that's going to be the matchup? But are you like me and always get frustrated by the fact that when people like Goldberg or Taker or Lesnar or lurk in the shadows, we try to pretend they're not, even though we're the ones that booked the angle and had it done? Napper, what are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, that is kind of dumb and weird. I don't get it. Like, we're not stupid. 
Okay, some of us are, but the majority of us are not stupid. We know eventually they're going to show up. Especially because you idiots don't know how to hold a surprise and leak it out to every news media that's alive. And Oh, they're making a return. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I'm okay with the match. Like, I mean, the, it's a cool match. Yeah, it's gonna be. And, hey, I it's mean, gonna be a banger. I'm okay, I'm okay with seeing that live. So I'm excited. Ooh, Randy for, and Bobby. Yeah, yeah, that sounds it's gonna be a good be extreme good rules. It's a good main event. What if Randy <coughs> wins? Why? No chance, Lance. Yeah. Wow. I'm just saying that would be crazy. <laughs> but Vince has done crazier. No, I, yes, he has. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he did. But he's going to do crazier when Goldberg wins at Crown Jewel. Yeah, but Goldberg can just be Randy. Why would Goldberg be Randy, though? He wants uh, to take he does. Lashley's because, soul. Yeah, because this, he wants because to this pull an Undertaker. Be, because they're going to forget that Bobby attacked his son in two weeks. Yeah, he's going to forget. <laughs> he might. He's old. Took a lot of bumps, speared a lot of people. Actually I'm sure hit, he hit. gave himself a few concussions more than just hitting his head on the door. Well, that is true. His bump card is pretty good for a guy his age. I How mean, that is, that, that is fair. Like, don't get me wrong. He's taken a lot of bumps in the, in the grand scheme. But for a guy his age, look, compare his bump card to Taker's or Jericho's. I mean, you they, can't. They'd be like... They'd be like you can't even. My, like that's why I'm kind of curious to see what CM Punk might get himself into. They're both sitting there. Taker and Jericho are sitting there at the senior circuit, going, "Hey, Bill, must be nice. We only killed ourselves for thirty years. <laughs> you you probably were in the ring thirty minutes your entire career combined. So and yet Undertaker could have done exactly that, and he chose not because he's a good decent he's a man, professional. Because <laughs> he's a and yet that. And yet, we'll stop a match at SummerSlam for a knee injury, but they're literally about to kill each other. And we can't just go, Taker wins. <laughs> like, point made. There's some things I just don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Undertaker never would have allowed that. He'd been like, Vince, you're stupid. You're gonna, you're gonna call you're gonna call the match no. on my leg. No, you're a, gonna do what now? No, a, no. After he uh, after he almost landed on his neck and literally died, he'd have probably been like, "It's fine." <laughs> <laughs> he'd probably went to the ref, which I think was Chad Batten to go. Chad, call this thing. He can't compete. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Look at the cut on his head. Because we could have totally got away with that. Like Goldberg was a bleeding mess and could barely stand. And oh, his knee hurts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, I like the match between Lashley and Orton, but again, I just feel like it's painfully obvious. And this isn't even my bias at this point. It's that we got a third match out of Goldberg this year, and I can promise you, Big Bill ain't just gonna be like, "Yeah, I'll take another L." Like, no, that's not who he is. Yeah, I just asked Bret Hart and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> like he's gotten a lot better, but he's still Bill Goldberg, and he's gotten a lot better. But he's still. I don't Bill know Goldberg. what if Vince gives him a bonus to lose. How much more bonuses can he afford to give? I mean, he makes three million dollars a match. What more does he need? That's not the point. That how many Brinks trucks did they back up to Brock Lesnar's ranch? He doesn't need more money. Yeah, but it's a it's a little bit different. That's fair. I'm saying but still. I'm saying when you have recently paid John Cena. Brock Lesnar and Goldberg and Becky Lynch and probably Undertaker here real soon at this rate. What do you mean? 
paying the Undertaker right now. No, I mean paying him to come on back and get okay, in there right. and get your ass kicked one more time. Look, the Legends deal to sell some shirts and do a Netflix movie ain't quite as expensive. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Cause, okay. But, uh, so the first, by the way, reportedly, Pritchard ran the show last night. And if that's the case, well, then I hate him. Because the first hour was nothing but tag team turmoil. And it's like, okay, okay. It's 9 o'clock. We're still doing this. The New Day's still out there. The most overexposed tag team in the history of the planet is still out there. Like At least they stopped it halfway through. I thought that was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, but I thought it was completely stupid. So, yes, it was a breath of fresh air in terms of mercifully. It's over. They've done those matches but, before and it's been like... But he, but here's why. Here's why I wish it would have been straight through. Because what you're telling me, Sonya Deville, the same damn promo every single week that you come out and cut it. You're awful at it, by the way. Um, what you're telling me is I've just wasted an hour and ten minutes, so we can do this again the last half hour of the show. Great. Oh, Bruce, if that's all you got, brother, just quit. Just quit. You don't need the. You have a huge podcast with Conrad Thompson. You don't need the job. Just quit. <laughs> so we stopped the match from their getting their ass kicked. Yeah. To restart the match two hours later to get their ass kicked. I love like they still actually like they refresh off the matches that came out. I was like, look, I know they're a little bumped, but come on now. You've had two hours. Get a little ice in that. That beatdown was vicious. Okay. <laughs> well, they should have went and got some Advil, and they'd have moved around a lot better. It don't I take think too. Kofi needed more than an Advil. All right, Advil and ibuprofen. It's safe. It's safe. It is. If you look it up, it's safe. They might even need some leave. You can technically, if you do about two pills of all three, you can probably be safe doing that. That's about the limit, though. And I'm saying, if he'd have done that, I don't know why this became pills for Loganity, (laughs) but it did. But if he'd have done that, then he wouldn't have been giving around like me when I first get up in the morning. I mean, that's fair. Do you get up in the morning? Phrasing. Okay. (laughs) Um, Gotta go. What do you think of tag team turmoil, Napper, and nothing about my getting up in the morning? I... Long and boring is what it was. I hated it. I hated it, 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 hated it. Did I say that already? Yep. Oh, I hated it. No. Um. One more time. Hated it! Um. Why are the New Day so protected? Why? Why? the greatest tag team in WWE history. God, why? I get that. I like the new gear, though. The yeah, it is. Tribute. They always have fresh gear, man. They do. We'll pack for life. I was kind of hoping that uh, Xavier would have been rocking that super soaker that he had, <laughs> that he took down uh, Miz and Morrison with. I just, I don't, I hate that it's so predictable. And it was. It was so predictable throughout the entire freaking tournament. Oh, wow. New day win again. Oh, wow. New day win again. Oh, they got their asses kicked. They got really beat up. Oh, New Day wins again. Well, damn. But in their defense, New Day is extremely over and has been forever. They Which truly is are. true, but at the same time, I'd rather watch the New Day than the Young Bucks. Part of the reason why that they probably lasted so long. Yeah, yeah I know. New Day, and I know. they're proven to keep people glued to the television There's so many screen. other good tag teams in that I fucking mean, division. But they're more charismatic than the Young Bucks. Oh, yeah, but it, 
that's not hard to do. Right. I mean, that's true. It's yeah. I mean, they're definitely it's the more charismatic. Like, it was definitely more charismatic than Kenny Omega. Oh my god, that's egregious. But Even it's true. though it's true, it is true. It's the new day, yeah, yeah, and gonna, they are so damn good at it. It's not, stupid. When have we ever taken shots at Kenny Omega? What did you think of Tag Team Turmoil? Did you watch Tag Team Turmoil? Did you watch it? Did you? Parts of it? Kind of. Sucked. Look, and I love... uh, But to be fair, I didn't get to see the beginning. Because I noticed a Yellow Jacket nest, and I had to go get some Yellow Jacket nest killer. So that took me out of the first, like, half hour. I killed a Yellow Jacket yesterday myself. A whole one jacket? Yeah, just one. Because I was at a a festival before, you know, Labor Day festival. Mm, Yeah. This thing called the Ox Roast in West Jeff, man. They make a good sandwich. They roast Mm. an ox for, like, you know, for, like, three days in the ground. Damn it. It's great. Let me tell you what, it's some good meat. That would have been a great birthday sandwich. Happy birthday, buddy. Oh, oh yeah, birthday. happy birthday. Crazy, Even though it was yesterday, but it's yeah, fine. You guys wished me a happy birthday yesterday. I did. 83, 83 years young. I'm looking good. Yeah, I try. It's, but, a, it's a hard routine. Got to get up so early in the morning to put yeah, myself together. Yeah, a lot of Botox. <laughs> but here's the thing. No, I mean, like, but, I got to put pieces back on. But it's here's crazy. the thing, McCarthy. Probably still not about, as much as us. Am I right about, yes, Raw and SmackDown need more in-ring wrestling? But not the same tag team out there for an hour. Like that's my issue with it. It was like I want to see more wrestling on a wrestling program. Believe it or not, I that's think stunning. it's a crutch sometimes because it's very similar to the gauntlet, mm-hmm. and we all looked very fondly on that gauntlet that Kofi won. wasn't supposed to be in to begin with. That was a good time. So like we look back on that, and they do, and they do too. Look at the ratings for this one. Look at the overall hour. How fast it went up from. It was amazing. Like. It and was some so of the best pro- stuff they, they've produced in modern era. And you can't, you can fault them for always falling into the same crutches. It's just harder to do with tag teams than singles matches. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. Uh, let's talk Sheamus defeated Drew McIntyre. <sighs> I didn't like this. I'll tell you why. I thought it was a good match. They worked well together all the time. I thought the wrong guy won. No disrespect to Sheamus, but like, Drew McIntyre's been pushed <laughs> to the moon, and now all of a sudden he can't win a match? I'm not saying he's got to win every match. He doesn't need to be Damian Priest, but to be in a United States Championship match tells me that the last two years weren't a waste. And as far as our, because you know I've become a big Drew McIntyre guy. You know that. You know that uh, because he cares. Damn it, he cares like I do. You not just want to go to Hollywood and leave us all behind. Give him two years. Don't I, you look, don't don't look, don't. Look, I'm just being realistic it, because shit. that no, look, when that Hollywood money comes, Colin, it's hard to resist. No, I have had to deal with a lot in the last few years, all right? I've had to deal with the supposed alleged retirement of the Undertaker, which I'm still trying to process. I've had to deal with John Cena going super part-time. So I finally found something else to sink my teeth into and you're going to put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? I mean, I'm sorry. You're not. Stop lying. <laughs> help me, Tom Cruise. Help me, Oprah Winfrey, and help me, Travis Gnarly Napper. Yes. What'd you think of this match? And tell me McCarthy is wrong. What are we telling him he's wrong about? 
And McIntyre's lying, and he's just going to wait for the good Hollywood. Good, I never good. said he was lying. Yeah. I just said when that money starts knocking at your door, not hey, not, we want to pay you this, and you don't have. Well, he's to definitely take wrong votes. that it's not two years. I'm it's longer I'm, than that. I'm longer not. You think so? Yeah. I'm not saying that's what you said. I'm saying what I heard. Oh, okay, because <laughs> I'm speaking my truth as I feel. Remember? <laughs> so, Napper, thoughts on this match, and tell me the McIntyre's in it for the long haul, like the Undertaker. <laughs> well, first off, yes, I do think he's in it for the long haul, just like The Undertaker. Maybe not as long as The Undertaker. That'd be hard to do. That would be hard to do. Damn, that'd be hard uh, to do. <laughs> we, only, we only get a couple of those every yeah, so often. Yeah, no. It took, like, what, 30 there's, years there's between? Only, I, okay, there's only two in this generation. It's Derek and Taylor. Yeah. That's it. And then and then Ric Flair. Yeah. like it's That's and, such an age gap. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's hard to say this generation <laughs> because that was a couple of generations. I mean, it's not even like. He just happened to just, last. Till well, that's what gener- I mean. Like, this generation, yeah. we have two guys. Before that, it was one dude. Yeah. I mean, are you really surprised I mean, at him last? Uh, he's been up on the mountaintop a few times, that's for sure. <laughs> the stamina is incredible. Cardiovascular, of course, is what Flair's known for. The 60-minute matches. I know. Those broadways. Yeah. Damn. Put Sting on Imagine the Imagine wrestling for an hour. Nobody wins. Yeah. And, 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 then, and then he goes to the hotel and wrestles for an hour and wins several. Has a break and finds someone else and repeats. He said... Yeah, I mean he finds he, a new opponent. He used yeah, to say he used clear. to say in in promos he'd have three to four every day of his life, three to four. That's why he estimated in the thirty to thirty ten thousand women. That's why he said that's realistic. I don't want to say jealous of Ric Flair, like because that's a little much. But that's like how I drink coffee, right? But like, like, come on, yeah. Look on, look on the bright side. He is definitely peeing on his slippers now. <laughs> you probably aren't. I mean, he is totally peeing on the slippers. <laughs> I was going to say I should stop this before it gets too far, but too late. <laughs> too late. Damn it. Uh, I loved the match. I really did. I, I, I don't know if it was one of their best matches, but it was definitely a good match. Um, I agree with you. I think the wrong person went over. Not only because Drew McIntyre is kind of taking a losing streak, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, it's Drew McIntyre. I feel like he can get back up there even mm-hmm. if he was losing so much. But I feel like they needed him to lose because it presents something new. We don't want to see Sheamus versus Priest again. Like, or at least I don't. I would, I would, I'm okay with it if they had a stipulation. I, that's one thing I don't like so far is where's the extreme in this? Yeah, extreme there's rules? no extreme rules in these extreme rules. Yeah, we'll, the, we'll, get there. we'll get I'm there. I'm sure we probably. will. Um, listen to you, Mr. Positive. But my thing is for Seamus, like, have him start losing because at some point we've got to transition him out of this United States title opportunity and get him some more wins so that he can be in the world title picture because I think he would be a great filler. For Bobby Lashley. I agree. Like, why not? They have totally hamstrung themselves, by the way, with the Drew McIntyre-Lashley stipulation. Yeah, they did. They have to regret that so yeah. much. Yeah. Because there's obvious points where it's like, well, McIntyre screams and we can... And I'm not saying we want to see it again, but you can't say it wouldn't be quality compared to a lot Very of what we true. Did. I guess my question is, why didn't they just bump Sheamus up? Yeah, normally that's how this works. Are they, you lose I a mid card title, and you you know get a, a you might not get the world championship, but you normally you still get earn a program with the heavyweight champion. Well, they're so they're so hamstrung because they're they're like they're like, I, it's weird. I think it's because 
in my opinion, Goldberg's going over a crown jewel of him that's happening. Right. I know I said that every time, but I'm like legit. It screams at this time. I think it's because they're like, well, we want him to get a good win on Randy Orton to be ready for this new version of Goldberg, even though he's lost four out of his last five matches. It's weird. Did the Nazi Sheamus is big enough? Apparently not. Maybe not, which is egregious in a. In, in yeah, itself. I mean, because th- this this guy is a you know. He's become one of the pillars of the company. He really has, you and know, he is so much better now than when he was at the top of the company. And he's, like, that should be rewarded. He said, uh, and I don't, I forget who he was speaking to, but he said that the Undertaker even said, "You're one of us now, the old crew, the guys that are, you know, sticking with it." Nice. Uh, and I mean, that's that's high praise it coming really from is. that's high praise coming from the from the well, not so dead man. The characters retired, except for in Netflix. My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's right. Well, well, no, to be fair, he's retired from in-ring competition, but which it, means he can play the character right. outside of that, but, and it's still fine. But that's not what he said in the promo. He said it was time to let the de- you know the Undertaker rest in peace. That's not what he meant, though. He meant in, he forgot to say the uh, in-ring part. You know, getting at his age, it's easy to do. He was by the way, he was emotional. He was excited. He was it, it was a way. heartfelt message to the fans, and he just forgot to throw that little piece in. By the way, folks, do you want to know the right way to go Hollywood and please Logan? Play the same damn character. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena shouldn't be the peacemaker. He should just be John Cena. Hell, it fit the gimmick anyway. I don't know. Peacemaker. That's pretty good. So basically you're, right. you're paying him to just not show up? Here we are again. because uh-huh, you can't see him. <laughs> Here we go again. Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash defeated Natalia Tamina. What about the rumors that Rhea Ripley was going to be a heel and now she's like a begrudging baby face? And I love that Corey Graves had the sack because Vince wasn't here. This, this was totally because Vince wasn't here. He had the sack to say, just because it works for RK, bro, doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody. Meaning the odd couple obvious uh-huh. thing. And I'm like, thank you, Corey, for speaking to the American wrestling masses. Because you're right, RK, bro, bro. RK Bro works so well. Hell, I think Randy Orton started to laugh out of character during that promo last <laughs> he night. He did. He totally, <laughs> you know he did. Yeah. They're, because, it, they're the new Rock and yeah, Sock connection, it, man. Something that never should have worked in a million last years. Last week, he saved Randy Orton's kayfabe so because he was like, okay, let's get serious. <laughs> so what do you think of this, this now female version of the Odd Couple, which would be cool had we not already seen this not three months ago with Randy Orton and... What are your thoughts? I'll start with you on this one, McCarthy. So it's not even Randy and... <laughs> you forgot? Riddle. I don't know what There you happened. go. Wow, it's, not even that that, it's not even that that happens so closely, but like, aren't we like one championship title holders removed from this exact same storyline that's still going on for some reason? Like, why haven't Nia Jackson, Shania Baszler... Broken up and wrestled each other. That looks like, like it's real close. Now. It's close, but it's not cl- close enough. Yeah, because it look, damn, it looks like it. It looks like it's done. Yeah, it looks like it. I broke. thought Reginald was going to be the catalyst to all that. And well, then, I thought it was going to be the catalyst of something else. Oh, man, I was waiting on that. Because can't you just hear Vince going? Big girls need love too, pal. Yeah, and he would be right. He would be absolutely correct in that. Everyone yes. needs love. What the world needs now. Mm-hmm. Is love, sweet love. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Oh, Why thing. this is going on. Like, in. 
I was excited when they had Tamina and Talia win the titles. Nobody Mina. And now I don't care. Like they they very quickly made you so invested because they won the titles. Now it's just back to normal. Who cares about the titles? Oh, we have a match here and there. Yay! Weren't Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke going for those titles at one point, and then we just completely ditched that out of yeah, the now Mandy Rose in NXT. And now we sent Mandy Rose to NXT, yeah. yeah. And by the way, yeah. uh, does anyone notice how her cronies essentially have a completely Marilyn Manson ripoff theme? Sweet dreams. Anybody uh, Anybody else hear that theme song and go, how the hell did I get sued? Change just a couple of chords. Yeah. You're good. Because <laughs> yeah, I, was, yeah. I, was, I, I was waiting on technicality. <laughs> I think those are the rules. I'm assuming those are the rules. I would imagine. Seriously, have you heard the theme? No. It's real close. Damn. It's, it's real really close. close. Damn. I mean, it's not quite the same. They Or, or they made it's it. It's off brand Reese's, it, bro. Yeah, they just changed a couple chords. I'll send it to you later. I'll send, I'll send it to you. And you're going to yeah. be like. You, yeah, you're going to be sitting there going, no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, yeah, I uh, I like Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash, but now all of a sudden Vince or whomever is out of ideas for them, and you can tell. You can tell they have no idea what to do with them now. Because, frankly, they probably ended Nikki Ash's title ring too early for some reason. Well, because we don't, we don't want Charlotte to get mad like her father, who's really going to have his feelings hurt because Alexa Bliss took a serious shot last night. She did. That was. I was stunned by that because unfortunately, Rick's so like if Rick wasn't so sensitive, I'd I'd be like, cool, great for the gimmick. But we know how sensitive he is. Like it's well known. See, now I'm upset that I have no idea what you're talking. No, like she she basically called him a self-centered, egotistical maniac. Yeah, because she was like. Charlotte, do you have any? Because you know, talk about Lily. Do you have any idea what it's like to live with a self-centered, maniacal maniac? You know, or self-obsessed maniac? Or yeah, something she's like, that? like, oh, of course you, you do. do. You're a flare. And I was like, whoa, because <laughs> we know how sensitive Rick is. He will take that personal. He will. Yeah, but he shouldn't because I mean, I'm not saying he should. She's not but, wrong. But he got. He or got, is she wrong because he was never home? Yeah, I was gonna say he was. <laughs> that's fair. Damn. We're gonna I'm talk not trying about to be mean to Rick, but I mean he he's he said it publicly, so it's okay. We're allowed to make this comment. Well, he, but he but but he's allowed to say it. You know, well, so I'm, just, I'm just you know trying to balance it out a little bit. Okay, it's, yeah. maybe it's not that. Maybe I, Alexa Bliss is wrong. I'm on Charlotte's side. I hear you, which is weird. But if he got upset about what Shawn Michaels said about him in the thirty for thirty, which was which was hard, but said with such obvious love, then he's going to get really upset at this. Because he's so sensitive, and we know that. Like we love Nate, but that's part of you know part. Yeah. Of, that's where he's not well adjusted. Yeah. He doesn't. For example, fun fact about Ric Flair: he doesn't like when he goes to a. Most people don't want to be recognized, right? He gets offended if he goes to someplace and isn't recognized. I because can see that. he's obsessed with you know it's an unfortunate thing where he's not well adjusted to it. And so I'm like, damn, they really going to do my boy Nate's like that after he just spilled his love on NWA television events. He went, well, you got now, pal. All right, uh, Karrion Cross defeated John Morrison after Karrion Cross was a guest star on Moist TV. Great show. Uh, just a great show. This time it was set up in that, like, backstage ring area. It was weird. Why don't they just set up random-ass rings everywhere? I, I, I thought that was a Thunderdome thing, which made sense. But now I'm like, we're, we're literally building another ring inside. Well, see, that's a short ring. Just so you can get used to being in the ring and yes, cutting for promos. The, for, because, right. you know, it moves the, on you. It yeah. might surprise you right. once or twice, so for you want to get your feet wet. So WWE's version of micro-brawlers. 
Sure. Yeah. Sure. I, I mean. <laughs> but look, say what you want about the look about Karen Cross, folks, boys and girls. That he, was like skinny. five years ago. And, you know, well, Hornswoggle and El Torito did wonderful. Well, look, I will forever love Hulk Hogan's micro championship wrestling. That was pretty Anyone funny. Anyone remember that? True TV way back, like yep. 2010. I really do, and I really loved it. He wasn't on one damn episode, though, and that pissed me off. <laughs> The only reason I tuned in was to see him. That, that's why they paid him to use his name Damn. and said, "Stay home." Yeah, I was like, I was like, "Wow, Hulk Hogan's going to support a little people wrestling company." I am oh, so in. You're hilarious. Like, he just wanted that money. Well, because my thought was like, I'll go see them on tour if he's like the on, on you know the you know the authority figure, so to speak. I'm like, I'm totally fine with watching. Little people. Well, I tell you what, brother, you can't do that. <laughs> Easy there, little man. You can't beat yeah, little, little, little dude. Little dude. You like little dude. You can't be assaulting people with chairs like that, yeah. brother, dude. I, I don't care if it's two inches, bro. But <laughs> anywho, I, can we get a second season of that True TV? Let's talk. That's um, happening. <laughs> it, it, well, Hulk doesn't have a lot else to do. Hulk's having some trouble. Anybody see that video I sent you all? He's having real trouble getting it. around. He's having real trouble getting around. I'm praying for the whole I mean, street. he's old. I hope he's all right, too. Flair's getting around way better than him, though. That's and he's older and been through worse health-wise. Because yeah. Hogan's back is so bad. Yeah. So internally, Flair's worse, but physically, like out, he's better. Well, it's because of them leg drops. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, no, your your whole body absorbs the momentum when you take this you know crazy back bumps. Cause, I mean, because I mean, Ric Flair never really took a lot of... Bumps on his legs. He didn't do leg drops, but Hulk Hogan for years, yeah. jumping boom. high, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. His back would be pretty messed up yeah. at this point. You know, well, because what it looked like, and I don't even mean, like I know I make light of myself a whole lot. Have you guys ever seen me walk when you can tell I'm in a situation where I'm not comfortable, but I'm getting through it? Kind of. That's what he looked like. That's what he he looked. I went. He looks like me. Damn. I was like, time to get back on the King Hawkster. I know that for pride's sake, you don't want to, but that's all right. Uh, it just, man, it was it was tough to see. He was in such obvious discomfort. All he's got to do is put a Hulkster cane top on it, man. He looked kind like, of They legit. would sell some sweet merch. They would. I keep waiting on the MVP replica cane to come on WWE Shop. <laughs> like, there's more you can do with the brand, Hulk. Yeah. Because when you consider all the 50-plus-year-olds that watch WWE t- programming, that could be a hot sell. It could be. I mean, they made the H phone. Right. Well, I want one. Yeah. If they ever sell an H phone, I will buy it. Put a price, I don't care. Well, as long as the ringtone is real American, I'm happy. Okay. Yeah. Anywho, people that complain about Karrion Cross, and I know we just got on the big time tangent, but this, <laughs> this is Tuesday Turn Buckle. That's what we do. We're more entertaining than any other podcast you watch. Welcome to the show. <laughs> if you're new here, this is kind of how this works. Like, uh, we just get on, we, and it's not just me. All oh, three do, of us do, do it. it all the time. <laughs> So, my thing is, yes, Karen Cross looks goofy, but if for some reason it can make it more marketable, which is what they said the goal was, I'm fine with that. Because as long as he keeps getting W's, then there's hope. Because how many W's is Keith Lee getting? Mm-hmm. We, we, we're, we're having a hard time seeing him lately. Ricochet's a lost cause. So I don't care if he's out there in a bunny costume, if he's still winning and looks dominant. And by the way, John Morrison with the cell on his finish had the eyes rolling in the back of his head. It was, I'm like, <laughs> Jobo, I am moist. <laughs> it was great. It was great. So, behave yourself. 
So what would you think of this? And are you like me? And Because so, we talked a lot this weekend about, man, they don't give anybody any time. Like, they don't develop anything. Yeah. And yet when we're trying to develop and take our time with things, we, including myself, we complain, bitch, moan, whatever. And we say, well, damn it, that's not good enough. Well, this is an obvious situation where they're trying to develop carrying cross. Slowly go through that roster. And, and what we say, well, it's not being done exactly like it should be. Uh, our friend David in the wrestling uh, chat. Well, I was like, W for carrying cross, I'll take it. First thing he says, yeah, except for that goofy look and water down entrance. Well, let's give it some time. Sure, it's not quite as cool of an inference, but we're not trying to show up taker here. Uh, like, <laughs> like, like it's main roster now. No wonder they got rid of Scarlet. Yeah, like no wonder the smoke's gone. Only one guy gets that, pal. Uh, it's all Nick Khan's fault. He's cutting all these all these budget cuts. I don't. I don't. I don't. He buy fired it. the smoke guy. Yeah. Well, we don't need that. Undertaker's gone. Yeah, we don't need that. So, like, we'll, we'll employ we'll, a week later. Yeah. Uh, we need that guy back. We need that guy. Well, no, what they'll no, do is they'll call a new guy later. that's cheaper. Yeah, we would be yeah. the next phone call. Just, okay. So, instead of rolling smoke, it's just stagnant. Uh, it's just there. So, <laughs> they just uh, set fire themselves. What are you, <laughs> yes, just boom, there it is. That'd be more infringement on some of Undertaker's entrances. So, what do you think of the carrying crosses? I know everybody in the IWC has got their pitchforks out for what Vince is doing to him, and yet it keeps getting dubs because you're melodramatic and you're wrong. Wrong! Final thought, and then I'll kick it to you. If Vince McMahon wasn't producing this show, you wouldn't hate it as much. You have unhealthy, unhealthy bias against him. Seriously. Sounds like somebody with a certain couple of guys in AEW just hates them so much, unfoundedly. Unfoundedly. Who? Who? No, they, they work for WWE wrong. Oh. Uh, so what are your thoughts on what's happening with Karrion Cross? Yes, there's some things we don't like, but what, what about, what do you think? I enjoyed this time. I enjoyed this show because I enjoyed the backstage segment. Yeah, I get it. The Moist TV. Yeah, I enjoyed the Moist TV. Moist TV. <laughs> I was trying not to say it, but you made me say it anyway. Damn it. Okay. Um, because it actually gave us an opportunity to see Karrion Cross outside of what they've shown us so far. It was a little bit different of an element for Karrion Cross. So I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I get it. The entrance is still goofy as hell. I think it's getting a little bit better. Uh, it kind of feels like they're adding on to the costume every single week. Because I swear there's like little elements to it that are different. Yeah, Vince. Next week, Vince is going to be like, look what I got on vacation, pal. <laughs> Chaps. Well, well, it looks like they're adding like decals and stuff to <laughs> some of his like some of his gear. And I was like, I don't remember that was last week, but. Whatever. He's going to show up with ashless chaps next week when Vince is back in charge. God, I hope that not. That sounds terrible. It does. But, but I agree with you. Demographic. I agree with you. The match was good. Morrison sold the finish very, very well, he, which makes for it. Makes up for it. Joe Mo, man. One of the and that's a good point. The business, you, you bring up a good point that, you know, we, we have to let this play out. We, we all said the same thing about the Firefly Funhouse. Legitimately, we all said the same damn thing. Ten seconds into the Firefly Fan House. What the absolute is this? It was great. And then ten seconds later, we're like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. What the hell are they doing? You got to let it play out. I miss you, Brett. Yeah, we all do. Hopefully he's coming back soon. 
Like, can't we just go ahead and pony up some money? (laughs) (laughs) I know. Speaking of, they're doing a horror film, but they fired the one guy that probably would be the best at that. (laughs) Really? Well, actually, they're bringing back the one guy that would be best at that. See, um, a demented Firefly Funhouse compared to The Undertaker? It's not really the same vibe. No, it's, yeah, it's different. Undertaker's got a different vibe. Yeah, but you can't go. So what? Because Firefly Funhouse. Firefly Funhouse. It's like Undertaker is Jason and Bray is Freddy Krueger. You know, I know that you love the Undertaker, but it's conversations like that's, this to prove that. that's a really good analogy because Bray Wyatt be playing mind games and yeah. everything else, and Undertaker's just gonna come at you until he can't come at you anymore, and that's Jason to a T. He's that's not that. wrong. That's that. Yeah, the mind games are pretty. Just, just the, just the. Sh- and all takers really got these days the going of the arsenal. So, I mean, and especially when you take into account that look, he can pick you into a Firefly Funhouse and apparently you disappear look, for like six months. Look, I know that you and I both deeply love the Undertaker, but this is this is the conversation where I know that I'm just more obsessed with him than you are, and that's probably healthy. It's probably healthy. It's probably healthy. It's probably healthy. Because am I excited about this Netflix film? You're damn right. You can go to hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, it's okay, buddy. All right, now that we've worked out all the indigestion, uh, Charlotte Flair defeated Nia Jax in a Raw Women's title match, even though they had no business getting the ring back together after last week literally went rogue and awful. <laughs> literally, they could have hurt each other last week because Nia Jax is so unsafe. And I say that in this case because we know Charlotte Flair's not. That's fair. Uh, I'm not saying that it's always been Nia Jax's fault. Sometimes I think she even gets a bad rap. Like, sometimes I agree. it's just happened. Yeah, they do. But in, but, but in this well, case... Especially when they kept putting her with... Uh, oh, God, what's her name? I'm so sorry. Lana? No, well, Ky- yeah, that Ky- too. Kyrie uh, Sane, man. Yes, thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, that was a terrible idea. Like, like one every time, single sure. week. One time, sure. That's, a, that's an attraction match And the match same right damn there. thing kept happening to her. Didn't she get, like, a concussion, like, three weeks in a row or something like that? Something like that. It, like, <sighs> kept doing that, like, buckle thing. And it just, yeah. Yeah. She ended up getting, like, three different concussions. It's like, like, why are we still booking this match? There's a person that could go down to NXT. Oh, Kyrie Sane or yeah. Nia Jax? Nia Jax. Cart. She's Sane? technically still with the company. Nia Jax. Well, is she, though, if they're folding up the Japan division? Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I mean, she was always straight NXT before. Look, I'm just saying Nia Jax needs some development. Oh. Plus, I mean, you really think about it. Personally, if I there's anybody that's going to beat Raquel Gonzalez, that's a pretty good match to have. If you're going to have somebody beat Raquel. That's a good point. It's hey, got to be Nia. I didn't even think about that. I was just saying that why do you keep hurting people? <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, like, sure. I mean, sure. can we just have Shayna back? Can't she beat Raquel Gonzalez and we can go back to to the Queen of no, Spades? because we got to have... Does Shayna but beat the, Charlotte? The, 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 are they going to let her be the queen well, of spades? Well, no. Well, Shayna, Shayna's not beating Charlotte. No, I know. All right. Shayna deserves gold. Send her back down to NXT. I think Alexa Bliss has got a shot, though. I think, I, she, I think she wins because she's from here. She wins. That and makes it more like when she's not. No, because they want that. They're craving the big pops now, and the, there won't be a bigger one in that arena. Yeah, Vince really cares. Than, 
Yeah, then really cares. this is what I believe, okay? Because Alexa Bliss deserves to win the title. Are we title. getting that match at Extreme in, Rules? Yeah, so it's made official. Is it booked? Yeah. Nice. Made well, she deserves to win the title in her hometown. So pretty solid. Uh, that's a pretty solid two right there. And frankly, uh, Sheamus versus Damian Priest is not a bad matchup. It's just one we've seen before. Uh, anywho, uh, Reggie defeated Akira Tozawa in a 24-7 business. Drake Maverick's back. Yay! Hey. Why? I don't know. Like, he I still hasn't bro- consummated his marriage. I don't know. Well, she's in AEW now. So he's going to have to really... <laughs> what did See? Do? That's the problem. She went all the way to AEW. So he's got to somehow... so salvage yeah. his marriage. So what he's going to have to do is he's going to have to wait for a week. They're both in Florida. Like, both... <laughs> And, and he then, wins the title. You know, you cre- and then he wins the title. And Gets cre- fired from WWE, yeah. shows up on AEW yeah. television. Like, consummates he, he, the marriage. He should go in there and go, Pierce, I know we're making budget cuts. <laughs> Can me right here. And then he creeps over to the AEW hotel. Do, 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 do. I know I'm, it probably wouldn't be well on TV, but do you remember a segment with Edge and Lita? Yeah, well, let's do that again. Yeah. We oh. could even do, like, on the way to a hotel. Wearing the belt, bragging about how yeah. he's the 24-7 champion and nobody can take it away from him because he retired the 24-7 champion. Yeah, and, what and, then, and what if he's and wearing then, nothing but the belt? That would be slightly egregious but hilarious. And then and then the 24-7 championship is gone because Vince realized no one cares. It's not going anywhere. I yeah, it's really not. It's just fun to say. I still kind of care. I, I Do you? Like, yeah. Do I, you? I kind of like it. I do. I don't hate it. Like, there's been periods where I have. Like, the Reggie thing at first was cool. I enjoyed that. But now it's, you know, flippy. But, like, I've been... Yeah, literally. <laughs> flippy. <laughs> like, the best stuff with it, and I don't care what anyone says, when our truth and the characters out were facing off with each other, and the characters out was in that whole ninja thing, it's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Even the Drake Maverick stuff, that was really yeah. good. Sure. It produced the big ninja. It's an iconic moment. And he's a Actually, tag team champion. To be fair, he's colossal. Street Profits brought about the big ninja. That's fair. I, w- I wish I could have been in that creative meeting. Because <laughs> I wanted to hear whoever pitched it. I wanted to hear if he pitched it. Because whoever said it. Because at some point, Vince, Vince in Vince fashion at some point said the words, so we're going to call him the big ninja, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be in the meeting when they first told it. I think it happened like, these names are stupid. What would you just call a big ninja? I'm a genius. I like that. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. David, I still got it. You, Steve. My name's Paul. I don't care, Steve. It doesn't matter what your name is. Go tell him that his name is Big Ninja. He's going to be the big ninja. And then, he was, and then he was Shane's bodyguard for Raw Underground. It was weird. Like anybody remember that? That's literally the yeah, same guy. No one, no one even talks about it. Nope. Doesn't exist. We anymore. try to forget about that moment in time. What, <sighs> Why? Was it ever really any good? It, I don't know. The first episode made, was pretty good. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I can't like say the reasons yeah, why. Cool. <laughs> I can't say why the reasons of the first episode was really, really good, but it was. I. Here's the thing about it, was it good? Probably not. Here, but here's why I applaud it. They tried something that we hadn't seen. I mean, seen. that's fair. And it had potential to be. All right. Did it? <laughs> if they would have done it. Are you right? kidding me? Yes, it did. Yeah, no, uh, Bobby, okay. Lash- Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar in, in Raw Underground. 
Let's go. Yeah, but they were never going to do that. No. But they that's why I'm still potential. holding out for Bobby and it's, Brock and Fight Pit. It, it's it's kinetic energy. It's potential. Like, frankly, look, if, if he doesn't want to take any bumps these days, Undertaker in Raw Underground works. He's got that MMA obsession anyway. Let's get it done. Yeah. There it is. Let's make it happen. Fight Pit, The Undertaker. I'm in. Fight Pit. Are you not in on that? I mean, yeah, I'd probably Why like wouldn't to see you be that. in on that? Like, cool. And kill each other. Maybe. That's fine. As long as I think Goldberg were cool. Uh, Bobby Lashley and MVP defeated AJ Styles and Omos in the tag team tournament match. That's right. There was a part two. There was a part two, and the champion getting the champion's advantage didn't have to be a part of part one because he's a big star with a nice suit and huge pectorials. Um, what are your thoughts on the fact that we are going to get Bobby Lashley and MVP versus RK Bro next Monday night on Raw for the tag titles? What are your thoughts on that? Why? I know. That's why I don't like it. I'm like, it's a... Com- Number one, Lashley either, either needs to be focused on Orton or Goldberg, and that's not my obsession with Goldberg talking. That's because we know that's what's coming. Anything else is an insult and a waste of time. Like, yeah. And why? 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 Because he wants to be a double Look, champion. They're both, they're both baby faces, but hear me out. Street Profits, I know they're on SmackDown. But they could do like a one-off. They do one-offs all the time. Mm-hmm. Have them come in. Wrestle RK bro for the titles. Everybody's happy because those two will beat the crap out of each other. Four. But you know what I mean. Those two teams yeah. will beat the living crap out of each yeah. other and have fun doing it. Until we get I would to rather point. see Mason T-Buck That's than fair. see Bobby in MVP. Uh, it, well, for me, it's the fact that it's Bobby. Now, I ain't got nothing against MVP. He's my boy. I mean, I miss his theme song so much. I cry every week. Um, oh, because Montel Vontavious Porter lost his. Yes, theme it song. was a damn good theme song, don't you? I'm not. I love the name. I'm not saying a word. Wasn't it a great theme song? Yes, of course it was. It was. For it's Montel. better than what they got right now, right? Yeah, yeah, it's much yeah. better. It was good shit, pal. All right, so <laughs> we're a PG thirteen program. I, I've been, you know, that's, that's how it works. That's fair. All right, so Mr. Napper, what do you think of this and? Are you like me in saying that Lashley he needs to focus on who he's facing in Extreme Rules or who he's facing at, at some day down the line? Crown, crown jewel. But nonetheless, those are two behemoths in his mirror right now. He knows Goldberg is coming home at some point, and now Randy Orton wants a piece. That's, that's icon and icon. I have time to go get the tag titles. Like, no, why? And what's, here, Here's my point. Because I know people are going to say, well, they're the tag champs. That makes sense. No. No, it doesn't. Sell me on why Bobby Lashley versus Randy Orton matters, especially when we know that Goldberg's lurking. You need to build that all you can in a tag match unless they have something seen that we don't see coming. I'm going to go, great, we get a preview. What are your thoughts, Napper? I don't get it. I really don't. Um, and kind of for the reasons that I brought up earlier, this should be Sheamus. Point blank, end of discussion, period. They had a program already kind of going with Sheamus, Priest, uh, I think even Miz at one point. Like, they had a program. And then they just totally ditched it, let Priest, Sheamus, and everybody else do their own thing, and just... Shipped Bobby off to nowhere land with RK Bro, which it should be in reverse. Yeah, if anything was going to get the, sh- the 
less talent and less of a picture, you would think it would be your mid-card championship. Yep. Like, why shift everybody? Yeah. All your main event stars have now shifted to the United States Championship. Exactly. They didn't even do that when John Cena had the title. Yes, the open challenges were amazing. But you also but they, had cool feuds. You had really good feuds, matches you never would have seen before, like Kevin Owens and John Cena, for for example. It's like Kevin Owens' like first shot at the main roster was an open challenge for the United States Championship against John Cena. It was that run that made me get off the hate train of John Cena that everyone's been on yeah, at some point. Too. It was that it was that that made me go, Wow, this guy's different. I was wrong. That's what made I told me, you that yeah. that that match at uh, the pay per view. We I think we were all there, at, scattered around the arena. No, I was the only one. Oh yeah, I, I was know. at the Raw. I was at the Taker Raw. Oh yeah, me too. You all should have seen me. There. I was crying. The legit. Was the I was screaming. I was like, I was knew like it. The loudest thing ever. I was. I was so happy. I was crying. <coughs> Y'all should have seen. Well, you should have videotaped it. Should have videotaped it. You should have been. You thinking media of professional. Thing. Let's be honest. We all should have been sitting together. You're right. Sure. We'll just chalk it up to not knowing each other then. Damn it. Except I think we did. Uh, we didn't? I think we did. No, but me and oh. him did. <laughs> Eagle. Recall. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> because I am shocked and appalled. Yeah, I am too. At Eagle. Yeah, I am too. It's egregious. They're still a great band, though. The Eagles? Yeah, yeah they're pretty legit. <laughs> 130 Desert Highway. All right, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick moment, and we're going to plug something the Napper is working extremely hard on. Napper, tell us about it. Play a little graphic. What you want to do, brother? That sounded bad. <laughs> I'm going to plug something? Okay. Yeah, so plug it. All right, well, I am going to plug it, because I'm going to plug the Cosmo Walker under 5K. Um, is it the... It's for the Central Ohio Spina Bifida Association, or Alliance, excuse me, on October 16th. It's a Saturday. But to tell you a little bit more about it, I'll just let myself do it in a much nicer fashion because I suck at live reads. Yeah, I do. I really do. We're not supposed to say that on the air. We're friends. It's fine. Yeah, it would help if I actually put it in here. So you guys keep talking. <laughs> All right, so let's chat about Napper's struggles with live reads right here on To The Turnbuckle. He should practice them more yeah. often. Like, whenever he gets the hankering for it, just do it. Hankering. Like, like, so, for example, the Bruce Cruz Podcast, the only podcast that brings you pro wrestling for your ears, uh-huh. that didn't just roll off the tongue I when I started. Right. I had to just keep saying it and keep saying it till it got over. And whether it got over with other people or me, it really doesn't matter in my brain. It's fun for me to say, so I'm going to keep saying it. Well, you know, it is that old rule where if you say something long enough, you'll start to believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you say something long enough, you know, that's like those, that old commercial where that one guy was like, I'm a love machine. I'm a love machine. I'm, and then by the fifth time... He's over there like Booker T. He's a love machine. <laughs> Are you ready, Mr. Napper? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, love machine, do it. <laughs> Here we go. together. 
everybody, this is Travis Snapper, otherwise known as Hot Wheels, back to tell you about the Cosmo Walker and Roll 5K. But this time, it's going to be a little bit different, because this time, we are doing a superhero theme for the Walker and Roll 5K. It's their 15th anniversary. We want to go big. We want to go super. And we plan to do just that. So come dressed as your favorite superhero or supergirl. Come out, all you Wonder Woman fans, all you Supergirl fans, and Batman and Superman and Spider-Man fans alike. On October 16th, it's a Saturday for the Walk, Run, Row 5K. The registration link will be above my head. Sign up today. Online registration does end on October 12th, though. But you can still register on the same day as the event. So no excuses, still come out and join us no matter what, even if you miss the deadline and have tons of fun. But there is one other special part about this particular 5K because last year we went virtual. It was still fun. I was glad to see all the pictures. I was glad to see all the videos, but there was still one thing missing, all of you. And that's why I'm happy to announce that there is one special thing that we get to do this year as opposed to last year. But to tell you a little bit more about it, I had to go to a little bit of a special place. If you can't tell, I am here at McNamara Park. We are doing it live this time. I missed being there. I know all of my Cosba friends and family missed being there. Get out of the house, have fun with a bunch of people, and let's just... Oh, hey there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to wear the official merch of Bruiser Nation Productions. Visit BruiserNationProductions.KinCustom.com and show the world your love of the Bruiser Nation as you go about your day in style. We have Bruise Cruise Podcast and to the turnbuckle tees, hoodies, jackets, shoes, bags, and even pillows. You heard that right. Pillows. That's BruiserNationProductions.KinCustom.com. Com. Once again, BruiserNationProductions.KinCustom.com. And remember, Bruiser Nation, stay good, because I'm always good. In sports, you want to have a player that can get the job done right every time. A real all-star. Somebody that's dependable and you can turn to when the game is tough. That player in the audio-video industry is the theater. From setting up your home's Wi-Fi network and offices, conference rooms, to setting up home theater inside or outside, to setting up the systems to make your home run smarter and safer as well, the theater people can do it all with the quality of professionalism you can expect every single time. That isn't just a great all-around player. That is an all-star. That is why we are the leaders in audiovisual installation in Central Ohio. So call us at 614-604-6327 or check out our website at ttpcolumbus.com to figure out which products will fit you. And don't forget, amplify your personality with the theater.